0: Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, recently we were talking about going against gravity, and you made a really interesting point about women entrepreneurs and two aspects, where they're different from male entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So can you dive into those? Because I think this will make you a hero to some people that I know.
1: Yeah, and you know, I've coached entrepreneurs for 45 years, and over 45 years, I've had direct clients who were women entrepreneurs. I'm not a woman entrepreneur, you know, I mean, it's a roll of the dice, you either end up one thing or the other, so, you know, I didn't end up as a woman entrepreneur, but I've really listened to them talk about their lives, becoming an entrepreneur, it's a very much more dimensional reality that they have. And I became very struck by that, that women have to deal with a lot more things than being an entrepreneur than most male entrepreneurs, just as a simple observation. But the two areas I say that women have two burdens that male entrepreneurs generally don't have, it's not something they've created for themselves, but it's an expectation level from the society they grow up. And it has to do with ambition, and it has to do with freeing up their personal lives so that they can be more focused on their business. In other words, hiring people to do their housework, hiring people to handle housework, which is, for the most part, women's work, so that they can be freed up to focus on their entrepreneurial career. And what I notice is that if it was a male entrepreneur and he was really ambitious, no male entrepreneur ever has to justify their ambition, why they've already achieved this, but they want to achieve more. But almost every woman entrepreneur has come up against this. Why are you doing this? So women tend to favor, well, I've got the kid's education to pay for, things are short and we got to save money and everything like that. So they have to tell a story why they're ambitious, where no male entrepreneur would ever be required to tell a story about why they're ambitious. They're ambitious because they're ambitious. Mm-hmm. you know. Why do you do that? Well, I do it because I'm really excited about this new thing. And women entrepreneurs have to justify why they keep growing, why they keep succeeding, why they keep becoming more successful. Well, haven't you done enough? Haven't you handled your needs? Well, a male entrepreneur at a certain point, it's not about needs, it's about wants, you know. So that's the thing. And then in their personal life where they hire staff and they hire drivers, and just like males do, they have to justify why they're not being a woman. You know, women take care of the home and women take care of all the finances, which is true, by the way. I mean, they do take care of the home that is finance, you know, in terms of governance and direction for the children. But a lot of women have said, well, I'm going to devote all my personal time to just being a parent. But every other job around being at home, I'm going to have other people do it. Well, you know, that's not really being a woman. So there's this weird thing, and maybe it's a time period, and maybe in a hundred years there's not going to be any issue here, but we're still within the framework that that's not the way their mothers... You know, I can remember talking to my mother what it was like to be a teenage girl in the 19-teens and 1920s, and I said, there's a lot of gravity that's directing you towards one role. You could be a mother, stay at home, you could be a teacher, you could be a nurse, you could be a secretary. And that's kind of about it, you know. But to actually create a new business, go out, and actually keep growing the business and going bigger and bigger, and then being at home, but using your entrepreneurial money to actually hire a complete household staff that takes care of everything. The pressures, the downward pressures, you had to really be tough. You really had to be tough as an entrepreneur to pull that off as Mm -hmm. a woman. And no man would ever experience that.
0: Fascinating. I think you've just nailed it. (laughs) When you told me that earlier, I was like, yes, let's talk about this. And it's true. And I'm someone who I've pretty much been surrounded by ambitious people. So I haven't felt that particular burden. But certainly justifying spending my money on a housekeeper, which comes once a week, not once every two weeks. Or for a while, we had a cook as well as we had a nanny for our kids, which we probably should still have for. For ourselves as adults I've realized but anyway it made me not fit in with the neighborhood moms oh, yeah. certainly the stuff that they talked about and thought was important wasn't to me and vice versa and we just don't kind of get each other so I know that I had to you know make different choices in terms yeah. of people I spend time with
1: but I want to tell you the other thing so there were four women in one of the workshops, and they were just talking to me about this. But I said, if you get to the point where other people's expectations don't bother you the least, and it's their problem, not your problem, you have advantages in the marketplace that no man would ever have. So if you can break through these two expectations, and you're not bothered by other people's expectation, and you don't have to justify anything, you've got a future, and you've got an open territory that no man
0: has. Mm. And what was their response to that?
1: Well, they want me to talk more about it. (laughs) And I said, the reason is because you're much tougher because you've gone through that wall. You've fought against that gravity. So when you get out there and you're a super successful woman and you've really developed a lot of muscle, that muscle comes out. And it's incredible. You know, I just had one of the best I was in a college class in New York City who a friend of mine is a professor at the New School and he had as his guest for a two-hour interview class Kathy Ireland who almost every adolescent boy knows who Kathleen Ireland is and Kathleen Ireland for 13 straight years was the front cover model for Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Now she runs a 2.5 billion dollar global company, and she's all over the world. And she's in her late 50s now, and she was a model for probably about 13, 14 years. And she just totally maximized her exposure as a model, but she didn't take advantage of it in the sense that she was going to create a modeling agency. But what she saw right from the beginning, her parents didn't have the money to actually pay for this. So modeling would be a real good bridge. And she started when she was 17 or 18 years old. But before that, when she was four years old, they lived in Santa Barbara, California, or at least in that area. And she would go down and get really smooth rocks and paint them really bright colors, bright greens, bright blues. And then her sister would do this too, and they would each go out selling she was kind of canny and they said how much is it and she says well it's five cents for a stone and she said, my sister's going to come around, and hers are 10 cents a stone. So for a dime, you get two stones, only one stone for her. So right off the bat, she was kind of testing out the pricing mechanism of the marketplace. <laughs> but when she was 11, she was the first girl who was, I think it was Oxenard, California. She was the first girl who was a paperboy. Mm. And it was so funny because she's now you know, very, very closely associated with Warren Buffett, who is invested in her furniture line. And he said Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, who is his lifetime business partner, they were both paper boys, And before the annual meeting of Berkshire Hathaway, they have a paper-throwing contest. And so she was up there. And she says, you know, Warren can still hit the porch with a paper. That's the whole thing is to get a paper up on the porch. And she said, I was the best paper person, paper girl. She said, but I was better than the boys. She said, I collected. I never got shortchanged, she said. And nobody ever complained about where the paper was. She said, I knew they didn't want the paper wet. They didn't want to have to go chasing the paper. And she Mm -hmm. said, the boys, she said, the boys didn't have a handle on this. And I had a handle. And then she got spotted just by a talent scout And she fitted a particular niche. And I mean, the fashion industry is really tough because it's so unpredictable what will show up. But she had this tomboy. There was like a tomboy niche. And then she filled out, you know, so, Mm -hmm. you know, she filled out and she just became this sort of tomboy swimsuit model mm-hmm. and just perfect for sports illustrated. Mm-hmm. You know. And this is a girl that you want to date, but she could take you down. You know, <laughs> she she could take you down. So she you know, she was kind of muscular and everything else. And she just capitalized on that, but she went into a totally different business and her whole business is based on a simple proposition that if you catch women when they're brides you can keep them a whole life with every product and service they need for the rest of their life. And her whole empire is based on furniture and decorations and household devices and everything you know 20s 30s 40s 50s 60s and she just has this model and i sat there and i you know i'm strategic coach for 45 years and the programs for 30 years and if there were 10 boxes to check on whether this person is doing everything right i would have checked all 10 boxes. just a terrific interview but she said, you're going to have this gravity that men don't want you doing this, or that you're expected by other women not to do this, and you have to justify it. And she said, there's no justification. I just wanted to do this.
0: I love it. It all ties back to wanting what you want. I just want.
1: wanted her to do this. And she said, who cares what other people think I can do? So to a certain extent, if you feel you have to justify That's a conversation you're having with yourself. If you just ignore other people's expectation or the rules, pretty soon they'll give up on it. and You're clear and free all the way through. But if you spend your whole life, men won't let me do this, men won't do that, then you're actually doing their argument for them. Mm -hmm. You're actually taking their side in a fight with you.
0: Great point. Going back to our previous podcast, you know, if you think about your thinking and decide what you really want, then you are free and clear. But if you don't do that, you're trapped in these burdens and having to justify, which is no fun. So, Dan, thank you. We really don't make much of a distinction between men and women in the program. No, it's
1: entrepreneurs like, are entrepreneurs. You exactly. Know? But I have to tell you, I've just noted that women have to deal with this justification issue in a way that men don't have to.
0: Well, I appreciate you identifying that. And I think a lot of men will appreciate what women are also dealing with in addition to all yeah, the regular don't contribute challenges.
1: To, don't contribute to that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, look at their unique ability. Look at their goals and look at the teamwork that's available. I mean, I'm surrounded, you know, I mean, in my company, you know, to mm-hmm. the degree that it's my company, <laughs> you know, 80% women. It's always been 80% women. Senior leadership positions. Most of the senior leadership positions in my company are all women. But the whole point is strictly unique ability and unique ability teamwork. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's showing up, doing what you say you're going to do, finish what you start, and say please and thank you. You know, I mean, I couldn't care what shape, color.
0: Pink with purple stripes.
1: Design, you know, (laughs) people are. There's unique ability there, and can you put it together to produce a multiplier result? But I've just noticed, you know, I just like teamwork and I just like what it is but you can't say it isn't a problem it is a problem and it's a peculiar gravitational system that you have to become strong as a woman to go through that but I have to tell you once you get through it you have an advantage that the men don't have because they haven't developed the muscles you have
0: I love that thank you so much Dan
1: at strategic coach we focus on growth in every area of your business and life leading to freedom that entrepreneurs dream of. Join Dan Sullivan, founder of Strategic Coach, for a brand new on-demand web presentation. It's a breakthrough hour of wisdom, insight, and proven strategies. Over 18,000 entrepreneurs can't be wrong. Watch today at danwebinar.com.